0: mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices message and data rates may apply Bank of America and a member FDIC
1: what's up Rick? yo 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 it's Friday I'm
2: wondering how much longer you can just keep doing this
1: oh dude I just got my own band going it's just me you know <laughs> what is going on today, George Sedano? Uh,
2: I'm good. Did we. Uh, did, did Chris is basically saying that Macy ran out of ideas today because it was an F it Friday. Is that right, what he's re- right. referring to? I mean, listen, I did tell him when I came on um, to intervene during that conversation um, that, you know, I did love this the first time when I heard it on Travis and Slewa. So there was
1: <laughs> I will say that. One of my favorite parts of what Mason just did that we heard and I heard it play itself out live this afternoon on the radio, is when he says, Bergman, you're a powerful guy. You're producing for the number one sports host in LA. So he didn't even say the show Mason in Ireland. Yeah. You know? Just you're producing for me, Mace, me. The number it wasn't one even guy. Ireland. Right. It was right. like I you're producing for the number one rated host.
2: Like right. he, he just he, he just well, look, Mason secretly also would love for the show to just be Mason. No Ireland. I mean, oh, clearly really? not so secretly anymore.
3: Oh, wow. But where where I mean, do you get those ratings about like the number one host? Well, is that's that why film? I
2: text Chris. I'm like, is Greg Bergman coming back to the show and no one told me?
1: I mean, is he throwing in podcast downloads and he's adding them together? He's aggregating? Yeah, he's and adding the pop him. culture pop podcast.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, because that still doesn't matter, you know? That still doesn't count towards it all.
2: Um, Either way, um, it was uh, awkward radio, to say the least, Uh, but not more awkward than that game of games that didn't happen. So there's that, too. So I guess, uh, you know, there's that part of the equation. I
1: actually thought here's what I thought was happening during that game of games. And George, let me ask you something. Yesterday, you said that Bergman doesn't plan. Just sort of throws out a line. Well, because I I said
2: he literally texts me sometimes like two minutes before they go on. Hey, Game of Games, question
1: mark? Well, well, what time did he invite you to be on Game of Games today? Well,
2: I said, do you want me to come on Game of Games today when I came on during the dating bit?
1: Uh Uh-huh. Because 9.26 this morning, I got a text that said Game of Games today.
2: Oh, and do you feel usurped, basically? Like you feel like you got Wally pipped?
1: All I know is this that when bergman sets up game of games this is what did he call it the glass something and and he was going to give you a list of injuries and you would either say true or false that anthony davis has or has not had these injuries yeah when mason said hey look i don't i don't feel good about that 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 doesn't seem right you know we're kind of making fun of a guy who's hurt all the time i actually thought mason was saying that so that Everybody else would say, No, go ahead. Come on, let's do it. No, because Mason that's what look- you
2: would do uh, in that situation. You'd be like, Let's do it.
1: Right. So, so, right. So, when Mason says no, and then they come over to you, and I'm going, Come on, George. Yes. Come on. You can do it. Come on, George. And then you said no. I was like, I was supposed to be on Game of Games today, and I would have said yes. No, that's a terrible idea,
2: actually. Like, you know if we're being honest with each other that's a terrible idea to make fun of his make fun of his injuries one thing is to say the thing man you know he's always hurt blah 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 but then to just list the injuries and do that as a game like that i don't i don't feel comfortable with that okay, well, you also you jerky boy don't have to yeah. see these people face to face like right, i do
1: right which is great which is why i'm all for it but sometimes in life george when things aren't going well sometimes the only thing you can do is just laugh you know, like, yeah, it's, but it's we're just, not, we shouldn't be laughing. I don't think this is missed, one of those times. Missed. Yeah. I, oh, I, I you, don't,
2: you, really, have you don't? A, you have terrible you think so. sensibilities
1: when it comes really? to Really? You don't think this is one of those times, Linz? No.
2: No, absolutely
3: not. In so fact, I, mean, I think, I think Sedano like saying, hey, you want me to do Game of Games ended up saving you from some headaches down the road because me? then you weren't, Yeah. Just everyone in general, because then, then you weren't there to, to make the bad decision about whether or not you should make fun of 80s injury, and so then the game never happened, and then we could all move on, you know?
1: Correct. Right, but here's the thing. I wasn't the one who wrote the game. I wasn't the one who thought it was a great idea. I was just a contestant on a game show. I don't write the rules. Uh, right,
2: but everybody goes down with the ship on that one.
1: Oh, all right. Well, I was rooting for you. I was like, come on, George. Go for it, man. No. No. I know. I, there, listen, I have hey. a,
2: Listen, I am... All all in on having fun and laughing and making fun of things. I just think there are certain things that seem ridiculous. Like, that just seems silly, you know? Wow.
4: It just I mean, seems... Here's
2: mean, the thing. I think it's one thing when it's... Um, I think it's one thing when it's in good fun. I think that mocking someone's physical... Uh, debilities in this particular case is uh, mean spirited.
1: Wow. Uh, so, right. so Bergman, you're saying? Because I just want to be clear again. No, I, mean, I think he I'm thought it contestant.
2: was funny. And it. Listen, we all make mistakes. I've said really stupid stuff before on the radio. Not me. Okay. Made. So I'm not. But I you know, I, 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 after doing this for twenty plus years, I know where the line should be.
1: Bergman. Wow, man. Line crosser.
2: He is. There you he, go. Your, he's a your gotten, boss. Our he, boss. He a breaks rules. Habitual he, line stepper, let's right.
1: call him. I mean, this guy was clearly. The, his new
2: nickname is the HLS, Habitual Line Stepper.
1: Right. This guy was going to get you in big trouble, George.
2: Well, he wasn't getting me in big trouble. Well,
1: though. I mean, what, what if it. everybody would have said, yeah, come on, let's go. What if nobody would have questioned it and you would have played the game? Yeah. But By the way, uh,
2: Ramona just uh, texted me and found out, uh, remembered why um, you were uh, – she- She called you uh, Rick Kaplan because Rick Kaplan was a guy that her dad used to play poker with and I'd go play with them every Friday when I was growing up.
1: I understand that, but it's also probably because Ramona has like no idea that I even work for 710. No, that's not true. She knows. She she does. Oh, she She does. She texts the show. Yeah. Yes. and She's been on
2: here. She was in studio with you last week.
1: Yeah, but like we never really looked at each other. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. She was on that side of the studio. I was on this yeah. side of the studio. She was really, really busy that day. Yeah. She was having no part of me.
2: By the way, Siobhan Monterrosa uh, tweets us, a.k.a. Principal Siobhan, who said... Uh, at Sedano just called Scott Kaplan, quote, jerky boy. Laugh emoji, laugh emoji, laugh emoji. Channeling the playground vocabulary today. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know. Well, you liked it when I used it yesterday or the day yeah. before, so I figured I yeah. would use it as a pejorative in this particular case.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, you are just, in the last two days, I don't know what you've been eating. I don't know what vitamins you've been taking, but the clarity of mind, which has turned into the vocabulary display that you have been putting on, very impressive pejorative another very very good word
2: yeah yeah do you know what it means
1: not really but um it's i mean point basically today...
2: it's like contempt
1: or oh, disapproval cause, right because yesterday something. your other word was like apple scotch
2: well i, or... I apoplectic and oh. th- today i also used usurped like you were usurped yeah um, do you know what usurped U- means?
1: usurped is a good word also i kind of have a grasp on that one i think i think okay
2: give yeah. it to me go it's like when use it in you... a sentence
1: um okay let's see here um Steve Mason and George Sedano usurped the authority of Greg Bergman, who wanted to play a game in very bad taste.
2: Look at you. Look at you. How about that? I mean, what'd you get on the vocabulary part of the SAT?
1: Not very good.
2: Okay, but you, you nailed that one. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. So. Bad taste, Now, listen, though.
2: today, since Mason likes to do it F-It Fridays, we are going to do F-O-H Fridays. All right? Okay. Today. Because it is the... I mean, listen, it is All-Star Weekend. As Chris said, the Rams already won the Super Bowl. There are a few sports stories we can talk about, but I feel like today's a day where we can explore the space is what I, how I like to describe it.
1: Well, then what does the O and the H stand for? Out of here. Oh, 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 oh. See, I didn't get that.
2: Yeah, You've never seen that? on. So, you, that's another acronym you haven't seen before? F-O-H? Yeah. F out of here? Yeah, like AMA, you didn't know that one. I mean, that one I feel like your kids probably use a lot. F-O-H.
1: No. No, I don't I don't know that one. They don't use that one on you? No. And then AMA
2: well, you learned that one that day. when We were doing it on. That's more of a like a social media thing,
1: though. But hey, wait, man. no. You taught me another one recently, which was IRL. Which oh, IRL in
2: real life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I thought it was Indy Racing League, but then you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's you not know, indie you know, know why? It is also Indy Racing League, oh, but that's well. not the way people use it. Okay,
1: because well. Lindsay, you know why I thought it was Indy <laughs> Racing League rather rather than in real life. You know why? Yeah. Right, Bobby
2: Rahal was not the reason we discussed that. Okay, no. but
1: but Lindsay. Lind, why? You
3: know, no, I don't know why. Because I'm a boomer, baby.
2: Oh, Lindsay, oh, you should be okay. loving what's on TV right now. They're doing this um, this celebrity game. There's like a bunch of former Cleveland Cavs on these teams: Booby Gibson, Anderson Varejao, uh, your boy Miles Garrett's about to get introduced. This celebrity game actually has real like celebrities in it. What are like, you watching? This
3: what channel is this on?
2: On ESPN, the NBA celebrity game is on. Oh, ESPN. really? Booby
3: Gibson is considered a celebrity. Wow. Well,
2: I think they have each team has two players on it, like oh, two, okay. All, okay. like retired players.
3: Oh. Is Alex Toussaint playing this game? Oh, yeah, I was going to say. I think your boy
2: is playing. And here's Kareem Hunt, another Cleveland uh, Browns player. Man, one of
3: those guys is going to get hurt. They better be careful.
2: I mean, Lindsey, their season is in for, like, another nine months.
3: I know, but you remember when Miles Garrett was dunking, like, last offseason? And then he was, like, oh, Miles
2: coach retired. You don't think Miles Garrett, like, plays basketball, like, in the offseason?
3: He does, and it was a big thing because I remember, like, there was a video of him, like, dunking on someone, and then Coach Stefanski was like, oh, Uh, I think he needs to retire from basketball. Oh,
2: will you stop? These guys, listen, I can understand the whole, like, your motorcycle thing. Oh, there's Machine Gun Kelly and Tiffany Haddish. Um, I can understand the, like, if you're on, like, a motorcycle, right, or you're doing skydiving or something crazy like that. Even skiing, I would be like, eh. yeah. Yeah. But like basketball, these guys are these guys are going to play stuff like that regardless. Dude, like, basketball
1: is the best exercise for yeah. these guys, especially or when tennis, you're a big right, defensive or something event. like that. You can get right. hurt
2: walking, literally just getting up out of bed. Like stop. Hey,
3: I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying it's our luck. That's the thing, you know is a fan realize. of a Cleveland team, it, just, it would be my luck that something bad would happen. Yeah,
2: yeah. Chuck the Condor is at this game. Chuck is a scary thing, that Chuck the Condor. I
1: didn't know that the uh, All-Star festivities were on ESPN, so I turned to TNT getting ready for tonight's festivities. No, no, the
2: Celebrity Game is on ESPN. Yeah, but always. but
1: I'm I'm watching AEW wrestling right now, so yeah. I don't know that you're going to have a hard time getting me away from this.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I, would you, do you think you could pull off the celebrity game? Like, not that you're a celebrity, but if they asked you to be out there, could you, like, make some shots?
1: Um, if I didn't make the shots, then I would tell everybody after the game they told me to intentionally not make the shots.
2: Right, yeah, of course.
1: Which I did when I played with the Harlem Globetrotters. And I missed, like, an easy breakaway layup. Yeah. And I would like, love
2: to play in the game one time.
1: The Celebrity Game?
2: Yeah, but I'd ha- I, I, would, I would actually work out again. Because like, I haven't picked up a basketball probably in like a year. Um, other than to teach my kid, but like actually play basketball, even with like a friend.
1: You know what um, I'd, I'd rather do, though, rather than play in the Celebrity Game, is one of those like um, Grand Prix races where they let people drive in the races, like yeah. the Long Beach race. You know what I'm right. talking about? Like, yeah. Like I'd rather do that than play in the Celebrity Game.
2: No, I'd like to play in the Celebrity Game. All right, look, coming up next, we've got a lot of stuff to get into today, including... Um, you know, yesterday was Jordan's birthday, and of course, there was a Jordan-LeBron debate today, but not the one you would expect. We'll talk about that in a second.
0: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E.
2: I feel like all these days that I love come up on the wrong days for me. Like, because I, um, listen, I'm not complaining. I've got a tequila tasting later today. Uh huh. So I don't love to mix alcohols. Although bartenders have told me that really has nothing to do with it. It's just about the alcohol intake. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I'll have a glass before I go. And then, uh, though, I don't want to ruin the tequila, though, by drinking You'll wine. You'll be fine.
1: So- get, get, just put a little smile on your face with a glass of wine or two. And then pull into your tequila tasting. Says I the
2: guy it. who had a uh, you know a drip on today because he was out partying for his birthday. That's
1: right, that's right. I had on a dope drip today. That's right. I uh, I took one of those intravenous bags of vitamins that that like get you ultra hydrated, you know. And um, yeah, it was how great. many
2: drinks did you have on your birthday?
1: Um, I really didn't have that much because I'm the guy who always has to kind of clean up the mess, if you know what I'm saying. You know, so. Um, are you calling Rachel Messi? No. Okay,
2: good. No. I mean, yeah, because that's how it sounded. Yeah. So good did job, Laura. Is that, yeah. is that the way it sounded? It did come across <laughs> yeah. that way, yes. Yep,
1: 100%. Well, well, let me put it this way. One of us has to be able to function. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of me. But I had a couple glasses of wine last night. I didn't know today was National Wine Day. I don't have seven bottles lined up like Chris does. That sounds good. Um, yeah, a couple bottles, a couple wine, a couple glasses of wine. And then I'll have you guys know, for anybody that was with us at the end of the show yesterday, we had a whole debate about cover bands versus tribute bands. Yes. And I last night, after we got done with dinner, we went to a bar, and they had this this cover band, and they were playing everything from Van Halen to Judas Priest to the cult to all kinds of stuff, right? Three guys, like Nirvana, guitar player, bass player, drum player. And I was going to shoot a video and send it to you guys. and go, see, guys, this is a cover band. The difference with a tribute band is they look like Queen. You know, they they dress like the Foo Fighters. There's a difference. So I saw a cover band last night.
3: So what do you call a band that only plays, um, let's say, for like Kiss songs, but they don't dress up like them or anything? They only play their songs. I don't know any band that does that. Okay, but there are. What if they did? Yeah. Um, Are they a cover band or a tribute band?
1: Depends on how they want to be, what they want to be called. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, they have so to this, this
3: naming is actually subjective, you're saying?
1: No, actually, I'm saying it's very black and white, but you're giving an example of what Why does everything if.
3: have to be black and white, bro?
2: Well,
3: there I'm wasn't much gray
1: area. Was there was like just no gray area. It's
3: you just said, you said it depends on what they want to be perceived as. Well, so I'm not that in the band, it's subjective.
1: Well, yeah. you, you have p- thrown out a, a, a hypothetical. It's,
3: it's a very obvious, It's a, it's a difference. You know, you said right. the difference Tribute is that Tribute right they dress, dress up
1: like the band and they play exclusively that band's music and a cover band plays lots of different bands music and doesn't dress up like one particular band yeah
4: so that's anyway, where i'm asking you guys are gonna make just me want to b-
2: drink uh earlier actually, yeah What kind of right. want you to i just
4: want to just know for you real know? and i gave up drinking for i don't two weeks. why would you have done wait that? Why, why did you give up that? drinking for two weeks um uh, because i need a detox <laughs> i've been drinking too much so yeah I was like, I mean, no more liquor I mean, I'm not,
2: I'm not mad at you Because I do that a lot Like, sometimes I just will go a month And I won't have one drink
4: I mean, I, I said two weeks And if I, you know, I'll add on a day I'll add on a day And then when I'm like, oh Alright, I need a
2: drink But today I'm gonna have some uh, Mandala tequila mm. all right, Have sounds you seen good.
4: that? No, I haven't
2: Mm-mm. It's a beautiful bottle Here, I'll send it in the chat Ooh. Okay, very nice uh, They have multiple bottles I uh, might
4: know it, the bottle
2: It's very decorative Yeah, I'll send you a website And you can look it up Mandala Mandala, mandala m-a-n-d-a-l-a
4: that reminds me of the game board mancala there you go mm-hmm.
2: uh but the bottles are beautiful as you see and i will be uh partaking in a tasting today so which would be very nice thank you jason roberts who set that up today and the uh fine folks at mandala
4: oh my god those are beautiful out.
2: they are really nice bottles just the bottles are beautiful so like you could put them in your house and it looks like just like oh, those a are really nice decoration
1: yeah wow. they're beautiful that's some expensive tequila too by the way
2: I mean, I. I mean, I. I'm. I'm guessing it is. I don't. Yeah. i Don't know. Well, I,
1: just because when you what you sent, we popped up, and the prices are all there.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. It yeah, is a quality nice. product. Yeah. Uh, Christopher also added in about Rachel and you uh, having to be the one to clean stuff up. Uh, he said maybe she drinks so much because of the relationship.
1: <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps. But I will tell you this: there was an exchange of Valentine's Day cards this morning.
2: Wow! This yeah. morning.
1: Yeah. This morning there was a nice exchange of Valentine's Day cards. Four days Day later. Yeah, yeah. See. That's why you know that every day is Valentine's Day, but a very nice exchange oh, of Valentine's look at you. Day cards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, romance is in the air, yeah,
2: Laura. Yeah. By the way, your boy Miles Garrett he yeah. can't shoot a three to save his life.
1: Oh man, that is. Well, that's why he plays. Oh, football. they
2: finally made one after like twenty shots. Wow. <laughs> um. Yeah, because they're playing this. Uh, Four point shooting contest. It's a four. They're counting for fours because these guys aren't like real basketball players. But anyway, um, speaking of real basketball players, so did you see the Athletic? I mean, obviously, this is the 75th anniversary of the NBA, right? So the right. NBA did their all 75 team, which we discussed. So the Athletic decided to rank them, um, which I would imagine we'll do here at ESPN as well at some point. Um, But the Athletic ranked them, and Michael Jordan was number one, and LeBron was number two. So I guess they interviewed Rich Paul, LeBron's agent, and the agent of many players, uh, for this particular piece. And he said, quote, the road for LeBron was just as hard, if not harder, than the road was for Michael. For a number of reasons. And I think the biggest reason is everyone wants you to do something the way somebody else did it previously. LeBron was a kid, and the media wanted LeBron to be like Mike. They wanted Michael to speak to them in any capacity, which he probably didn't. They wanted Michael to be his, uh, to be his friend, which he probably wasn't. They also wanted LeBron to act like, be like Michael, and he wasn't. There was more people. There were more people that smiled and hoped LeBron failed than there were ever rooting for him to succeed in the beginning. And here's what I would say. I would just add to this. I, I I've always been a big proponent of from a skill perspective, like if we're just removing like the resume, the championships and all that, like there's not a player that I have seen play the game of basketball that is more skilled or talented than LeBron. Um,
1: I mean, throw in how big he is, how much he weighs, how yoked he is, how fast he is. I mean, all those things.
2: Yeah. 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 And, and then just then the skill part of it is incredible. Cause he's got, I mean, you can literally say he's got the passing game of a magic Johnson. He's built like a Carl Malone to your point, right? Like he's got like the speed of a Michael Jordan at that size. It's crazy. Um, you know, but Michael, look, Michael, I get it. Has the, it's a six and O we never count the stuff where he never made it to the finals against him. Whereas they count the finals losses against LeBron. It's kind of a weird way to do math, but whatever. Um, but I, I will add to this this to part of the equation too. I, I've always been I've always been a believer that this athlete today has it a lot worse than the athletes of, yet, of of that generation, like the '80s and '90s. I know Barkley has pushed back on this stuff with me before in the past when he's been on the show. What do you mean? By it's had like it Charles. Works. Well, in the sense of, like, you literally can't open up your phone without some jerky, like, saying something ridiculous to you. Like, Michael Jordan, literally, we saw it in this documentary last year or whatever it was. Like, he literally flew to Atlantic City or drove to Atlantic City in the middle of a playoff series. Like, if an athlete did that today, like, in the middle of, like, the conference finals, it would be, like top-page news each and every day. And then Michael Jordan did a sit-down with my beloved reporter, Ahmad Rashad, who I think is one of the greatest basketball reporters and really reporters, period, Um, where Michael's sitting there with, like, sunglasses on. It looked like a mockumentary. Now, when I watched it and <laughs> watched it back in that documentary, like Michael is like, are you trolling us by wearing the sunglasses coming back from Atlantic City? Like, could you imagine if that happened today? So, like, they, have, they didn't have to deal with any of the stuff that these players have to deal with. Forget about LeBron, any of them.
1: Michael Jordan had cards that must be played that night. Hey, we're in the middle of the playoffs. I'm getting a car or a plane. I'm going to Atlantic City because this is how I calm down after games. What's the problem here, people? But you're right, though, because seriously, like when it comes to Odell Beckham as an example, one of the reasons I had this, this thought about who he was was when he left like in the middle of a playoff week, and I don't even remember all the details, but he was seen, you know, on a boat, hanging out, partying with his friends. And like that's the kind of stuff that today we see all of it. And so then we derive opinions based on what we see. Michael Jordan did not have to deal with that. And I think, actually, one of the things that Rich Paul said was was interesting is there were more people that smiled and hoped LeBron failed than there ever was rooting for him to succeed at the beginning. I think, George, when you really go back to it, what, are you, what year are we talking about? 2002, 2003-ish, right? When, mm-hmm. when LeBron is coming out of high school and coming into the NBA?
2: Yeah, 2002, 2003, yeah.
1: Right. So I remember doing a radio show with Stephen A. Smith back then, and Stephen A. would say to me, when this kid makes it into the NBA – he is one of the top five players in the NBA the day he walks through the door. And I'm like, this is 20 years ago. Come on, dude, for real? Like this little kid right here, 18 years old, is going to walk through the door and be one of the top three or five players in the entire NBA as an 18-year-old kid out of high school? And Stephen yeah. A. would go, um, yes, that's precisely what I'm telling you. Yeah. And so I think Rich Paul's right that a lot of people back then were, were, didn't, didn't believe that.
3: You know, there's there's some great videos of like players, like current players at the time, like veteran players that were just like, who's this guy? think he is. He thinks he could just come in and and be one man and make that much of a difference on a team. It doesn't work like that. (laughs) It's hilarious to watch it now.
2: Yeah, no, there were a lot of people that were like chosen one, my bleep, you know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of the deal. And then he did prove it fairly quickly. I mean, those first two years in Cleveland, the team was awful, hence why they were able to get him. Um, but you know, he made them relevant he, and you know, that team hasn't had a ton of relevance outside of those like Mark price years with uh hot rod Williams and, and those guys, you know, but you know, those teams always got stumped by Michael Jordan too. On top of that, Craig Hilo, et cetera. But you guys, yeah, you, I mean, you, are you he saying... lived up to the billing. I don't think there's any
1: question. No, he, he clearly lived up to everything that everybody who knew back then what he was going to be for those of us that were not in the inside of the the world of the nba and didn't follow lebron james in high school until his senior year when he was on espn and then on the cover of different magazines it's just hard to believe but man he did he did exactly what all the experts knew which was he'll walk through the door at the nba and be a top five player immediately did you guys say you're watching this um nba celebrity game right now
2: i mean i have it on sure
1: dude this machine gun kelly has so many tattoos, and the uniform is like this splashy black. Oh yeah, it's
2: like uh, yeah, it's like a like like uh, like abstract art type splashy paint thing. Dude, you, yes. you,
1: it looks like his arms and the uniform are all one thing, because he got so it's much. Kind of cool, actually. Yeah, he got that, so actually. much color all over his arms and his neck, you know, and his legs. He got so many tats. He looks like the jersey and the body kind of blend into one.
2: All right, let's take a quick break here.
0: must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details
1: <laughs> yeah i'd be looking in that mirror george trying to decide how about that rick get botox or whatever yeah do you do botox no i'm saying i should be i was looking in the mirror the other night when lindsay called me a boomer remember Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking in the mirror, like looking at all these wrinkles. You know, a young man has all these wrinkles. I'm like, maybe I should get a shot over here and a shot over there. No, no Botox. You? No. No, no Botox. Dye my I ain't hair. I got that's no time the, for that, man. That's the way. That's the way it is for me. I dye my hair. That's my way of trying to look younger than I am. Dye my hair. Yeah,
2: I got no time for that, man. You know what yeah. I do? You know, it's funny. A friend of mine's mom asked me like she always like says to me you know every time i see you you look younger for some reason like how has that happened and i say i don't know but i don't drink caffeine maybe that has something to do with it
1: you don't say anything to her like it's just that you're getting older or i'm a vampire it's either one or the other oh
4: you got oh. good jeans, man you got good jeans. those cuban jeans.
2: um but i don't drink caffeine i don't know if that's like completely like just an, an anomaly but I, I i feel like caffeine can not be good for you in large doses
1: it's probably not, but somehow we've most of us have been brainwashed that that's kind of the first thing you put into your body, and I'm I'm guilty. Like it's the first thing I do. I get up in the morning. I go downstairs. I put a bunch of coffee in the machine. I turn it on. I wait for it. Fill up a cup. put in some creamer. I've I've gone to some sort of an almond milk kind of non dairy ish sort of creamer because I'm you know I'm trying to get off the sugar, and I I start my day with a cup of coffee every day. Anybody else? Nope.
3: Nope. No coffee lens. No, never liked coffee. I mean, I yeah. have it once in a while if I'm like cold. I don't, I don't think coffee up, tastes
2: good
4: either.
1: Like, it doesn't. You know, yeah, I'm does
4: addicted. It. So, you know, yeah.
1: there's that. Is it first thing in the
4: morning? Well, my mom always has like a fresh pot of coffee. So, yeah, I wake up and it's there. Mm-hmm. So I love it.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> I am addicted too. <laughs> but I'm trying. I'm trying. Now that I'm not using like the super sugary sweet cream, whatever. Oh never. Well what do never. you use?
4: Non fat milk and then sugar free uh vanilla.
1: Oh, okay. Well I'm working on it.
4: Or black coffee is always good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't do it black. I need a lot of cream in it, you know? Need that, to actually uh, make it taste okay. Yeah, that and also consistency wise, you know. So I was creamier. gonna say so
3: you, you don't like the taste of coffee. <laughs> no, I like right, the taste of coffee
1: much. with vanilla creamer in it. That's right. Right. Not actual coffee though.
3: <laughs> right.
4: Exactly. You just like the sugar. Dude. You know
2: what I like? I like coffee ice cream. Like I if you gave me like a like I couldn't eat a lot of it, but if you gave me like a scoop of it, I would eat it. I actually think that tastes way better than actual coffee.
1: I don't know, it's cold and creamy and smooth, coffee, you know, it's kind of got that coffee y kind of taste. It's good. I like it. I like coffee. Yeah. Coffee, you know?
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, cap. So
1: real yeah. quick, Daryl Morey was on
2: the cowherds podcast and was asked about like, you know, what could the NBA do? Like what kind of changes could they make? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he believes they should go to a 58 game regular season. Now I think that's a little too radical for me. I thought the NBA, the best amount of number of games was 66. They did that after the the lockout in 2010, 11, and Now, I didn't like that they condensed the games, though. They did 66 in 123 days because they tried to stay on their calendar, which is ridiculous. Um, but I do like 66 as a number. Um, even 72, you can make work. But I, I think that less games... The problem with all this stuff is you know owners will never bite for that right. stuff unless there's another way to make revenue.
1: Right. Yeah. You know what's interesting about the number 58? If, if the NBA had a 58-game season, do you know what the lakers final record would be for this year? It would no. be exactly where they are right now, 27 and 31. Right. If this season ended with a 58 game season, the lakers would end the season right now at 27 and 31. I love the idea of shorter seasons, specifically in baseball. So, I've never really thought that, you know, 82 was completely excessive. So, for me, uh, fewer games would be better it would make things more exciting i think but to go from 82 to 58 you're gonna you never going to be able to convince the owners that they should go how many different is it 20 So what games he says scored? what
2: you should do is you should make the playoffs like a one and done in the first round so basically everybody makes the playoffs right all 30 teams and if you are I I mean, let's just look at the Western Conference right now. Uh, If you're the Phoenix Suns, Mm -hmm. you would have a one-game scenario against the Houston Rockets. Now, I would never see that flying, personally, um, because anybody can lose in one game. Now, that would make it amazing, (laughs) but also, like, that would be kind of ridiculous, too, because then if somehow, like, let's just say, like, Devin Booker sprains his ankle that game or Chris Paul and then all of a sudden the Rockets advance and like the next like the Warriors then have to play the Rockets they got like, this easy matchup. I here's here's what I would do, okay I do like the one and done scenario and I like the play-in that the NBA has done now, right? like I think that's fun, right? The Warriors Lakers game last year was super fun. It came yeah. down to a game winning shot by LeBron, right? Yep.
1: Yep, and, so, and, it was, and there was there was a lot of tension like, hey, what if they lose? Everybody's going to hate the one-game plan. They won the Lakers, so everybody's like, yeah, this is actually a good idea. But you're on the verge of being knocked out in just one game. Right, but I, I what I would do is this, okay?
2: I would have the top seven seeds are locked in, okay? Mm-hmm. And then the other eight teams are playing for the eighth seed. One-game scenario. scenario. Not a terrible One-game scenario. That's what I would do. So, for example, right now, the eight seed of the Clippers, okay, they would face the Houston Rockets. The Lakers would face the Oklahoma City Thunder, which could be a scary proposition. (laughs) The Oklahoma City Thunder,
1: they've owned the Lakers this year.
2: Right. And then, like, Portland would play Sacramento and then San Antonio and New Orleans. And then... After that, you got another one another round of the la- of the four teams and then you're down to two teams and then down to one team and then that team is the 8 seed. Meanwhile, those top 7 seeds, they're rested now. And they actually have a that gives the regular season a real significance. Like you're in the top 7, you're cool. You're going to get basically a week or two uh or ten, 7 to 10 days worth of rest, which a lot of teams would love in that scenario.
1: This is very, um, like, create a Cinderella story kind of thing, the the way you've you've posed this. You know, like, bad teams who didn't deserve to make it into the playoffs all do battle, and one of them's going to make it in, and can that team actually make some noise? Very, like, you know, Cinderella NCAA tournament kind of thing here. Because remember when the NCAA tournament was only, like, 64 teams, and then they started adding more and more and more teams just because they're always looking for a low-rated, small-conference kind of school to become a Cinderella story? Take all these bad teams, give them a chance. Yeah. All right, I'm with you. This isn't a bad idea. I like this idea so far. And, yeah. and, and then
2: what happens is those top seven teams, super rested means you're going to get their best effort throughout the, throughout the playoffs. Then what I would do is that after you've settled the play-in with all the other teams, that first round, I would go five games instead of seven best of five mm-hmm. then you can have some real upsets potentially
1: so why did daryl morey what why has he got all these concepts i mean well, you we know he's like about- one of these guys
2: i mean he's one of these he's you know he's a he's a he's a, he's a thoughtful guy
1: i guess so i guess so he's mean, a he's
2: smart d- dude he's like an mit guy you know what i mean like he's, he's a smart guy
1: is that right he's an mit guy
2: did you not know that yeah i
1: did not know that
2: yeah
1: hmm did he study, like, uh, did he get his Ph.D. in basketball at MIT? I mean, I don't,
2: I, I, I don't know, Cap. I mean, you know, he's he's. numbers I mean, uh, MIT is
1: impressive guy. in and of itself. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. go with that.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's not Pitt, but, you know.
1: It is not Pitt. That is true. It is not. <laughs> and it is not a top-level institution like the University of Pittsburgh, I'll have you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah. My son uh, so, anyway, I would do that. Linz, how would you feel?
3: I don't know. I think that I like it better the way that it is now. I don't like. I mean, March Madness and that tournament is its own thing. Like, I don't think they need to change it into that. But
2: yeah, but you wouldn't give like just like com- a, a, a play in for the eighth seed. Like, I actually think that's the way it should have been done from the beginning. Like, not just the top ten. Give everybody a shot.
3: I just don't like the way that like the play in situation is like one game. You know. Well,
2: no, that has to be one
3: game. Right? I know. That, a I don't. I know, but I don't like it. I don't like it in baseball, and I don't think I like it in the oh, NBA.
2: I love it. I love it. I, I love it. it. I, I,
1: we argued I and it. argued about it in baseball. Who did the Dodgers play in the one game? Who was it? Oh. Who did the, I don't remember. The Padres.
3: Was it. Wasn't it the Padres? Yeah, it was the Padres. Was it? No. The I Padres make didn't so. make it. That's no, not true. I don't true. think so.
1: Who, somebody, listen, I don't remember it, but the, the Dodgers played somebody in a one-game play in The Cinderella. Giants.
2: That's who it was. No, they played yeah, them in a def- series after that.
1: I don't remember then so right. long well, ago. All of our memories are bad right now. And, and it must not have been that impactful, but at the time, I remember thinking, if they lose, if they had this kind of season and they lose in this one game deal, that is going to suck. A whole season comes down to one game.
2: Yeah. But they played the, the Cardinals. Hand,
1: was it the Cardinals? Yes. But it but it was exciting.
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah. I love it. I'll take it. I feel like you want it to be John Travolta at some point, Cap.
1: Oh dude, first of all, I love John Travolta back in the old, old, old days when he was uh, on the TV show Welcome Back Cotter. Yeah. He's, now now Lindsay, Laura, does anybody know the sitcom Welcome Back Cotter?
2: I mean I do, I, but they
3: don't. I've They're heard not. of it, but yeah. I don't know. I've never seen it. Absolutely yeah. not.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is this is no. one that if you're a boomer, okay, you know. You know for sure, Welcome Back Cotter. John Travolta was Vinny Barbarino.
4: Kaplan, I just want you to say I'm a boomer.
1: Why do I have to say it?
4: Because, oh, you know, you've owned
1: it already. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But you see, you wanting me to say it is why I won't say it. Because mm. uh, I yes. feel the setup. I feel yeah. the setup. <laughs> I feel you, Laura.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> John Travolta. I mean, people forget, like, you know, he had a stretch where he was like, gone like disappeared basically like he was not in any big movies pulp fiction really revitalized his career in a lot of ways
1: i think so i mean because when i was a kid now this is going back here a little bit all those movies saturday night fever and when the Bee Gees were like the biggest thing going john travolta yeah. was like the hottest guy in america you yeah. know i mean he was like the biggest movie star he could sing dance yeah. because between greece and saturday night fever Right. I mean, he was he was showing off a lot of skills, George.
2: Yeah, I mean, he was the okay. So after those movies, right, mm-hmm, like staying yeah. alive and all that, he was gone for like years, and then he came back with that movie Look Who's Talking, where the baby would talk. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was
3: like love it, that movie. It, it, it
2: was like a cute, funny rom com, like mm-hmm. it, it with him and Kirstie Alley. It was actually really well. Bruce Willis played the role of the voice of the baby. It was right. very funny. But then what happened is, you know, much like a lot of things that happen in Hollywood, they went to the well too many times, right? Like they started doing a sequel. Um, and then, so people kind of like were, he he was kind of out of sight, out of mind after that for like another four or five years. And then Pulp Fiction hit and his character, of Vince Vega, and that, I feel like that brought him back in a monstrous way. Because that was a huge role uh, at that time. And a movie that was just... I mean, star-studded, incredible plot line, like, won all these awards. Um, it, it was, like, his comeback story, basically. Yeah.
1: and it was a very edgy script, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, he'd already done things like, I'm just looking this up because now it's it's all coming back to me. I mean, Urban Cowboy, right? Do you remember? Right, but that was, like, 1980 or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Like, when he was, like, a big star Greece. in the late 70s, yeah. early 80s. Yeah, and then the resurgence happens in the 90s, you started it with Look Who's Talking, and then Pulp Fiction. And then I know, um, like, you ever see Face Off with, with John yeah, with Travolta him and Nicolas and, Cage? Yeah, with him and Cage. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's, a, it's a ridiculous <laughs> that's movie. That's a crazy one, too. It's a ridiculous movie. Is it yeah. ter- that's one of those terrible movies that when you watch it because it's so terrible.
1: telling you this, though, right now. John Travolta as Vinnie Barbarino on Welcome Back, Cotter, where he plays the good-looking dumb guy. Yeah. That was a great role. Hilarious.
2: Yeah. yeah it's very 70s.
1: Very 70s, but I'm trying to think of the name of the guys. Like, they all called themselves something. They There was a name. The Sweat Hogs. The Sweat Hogs, right. Yes. Right. Freddie Boom Boom Washington. Yeah. Vinnie Barbarino. Juan Epstein. I love Juan Epstein. I really associated with Juan Epstein. You
2: know? I'm sure.
1: And then uh, Horshack. Yeah. Ron Palillo. Where did that name just come from? I don't know. Yeah, don't know where I came from.
2: By the way, shout out to Vanna White too on her birthday. We didn't, uh, you know, Vanna has been on my television screen as long as I can remember. To be honest with you,
1: yeah, it's just when was the last time I watched? Like, I mean, you don't watch kind of Wheel of Fortune? It? No,
2: like even if it, like occasionally?
1: No, the only game show I still watch is um, Family Feud with you, man, Jeopardy. Steve Harvey. Yeah, we got to you know, go. I mean, you're not a
2: Jeopardy guy, that's for sure.
1: No, I like Sports Jeopardy though with Dan Patrick because I'm good at that one. <laughs> right, you're not a Jeopardy guy.
2: I mean, Wheel of Fortune is fun. I always loved Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I liked it more than Jeopardy growing up. When I was, was the loved last Pat. time?
1: When was the last time yeah. you watched Wheel of Fortune? Like seriously, and oh! I don't know what time it's on. Seven, seven thirty. Yeah, it's on at 7. seven.
2: Yeah, uh, just seven thirty. I'm sorry, it's Jeopardy's first I, I, on the East Coast. It's reversed. Um, it's. I'm pretty sure it's Je- Wheel of Fortune after now here on the West Coast. Uh, on the East Coast, it's reversed. I think it's Wheel of Fortune then Jeopardy. Um, but I, I mean, my wife has on you know the news on all the time, so it
1: has anyone comes seen... on after the news in oh, a lot of. Times. But has anybody so. seen the new Jeopardy? Like since Alex Trebek died, has anybody watched an episode? No, of I have.
2: I, I I've <laughs> seen like a few minutes of it, um, but not like a like a whole episode. No,
1: no I'm not. Uh, I'm not into it. I liked uh, Maya Mbialik, Is that her name? When yeah. she was in different like acting roles, but I just I, for some reason I don't see her as a game show. She might be great for all I know. But I, I have not seen one episode of Jeopardy! since Alex Trebek died.
2: Like, could you get, like, three Jeopardy! answers correct in one show? Do you think you could do that?
1: I do. Three. but don't Without ask a sports for category. Yeah, don't ask for much more than three, though. How many could you get? Now, figure, there's there's five categories, there's five questions, so there's a total of 50 questions. No, no, but
2: I'll tell you about if you had to do the whole show, like if you did right. Jeopardy! and Double Jeopardy! Right. You know so, what I'm saying? So, like, so
1: you got 50 opportunities. There's a lot. Yeah. 50 opportunities. How many could you get?
2: I mean, for i'm i'm simply just asking like if if there wasn't like a competition like i could just literally answer the question without the timer part of it right um or having to beat someone to the punch yeah i could probably do three like on a regular basis but again not if i was competing against much smarter people no
1: okay Lindsay how many of a 50 jeopardy game 50 questions on jeopardy how many could you get right
3: uh probably 20 whoa 20 of 50 really I'm pretty. I'm pretty smart. I mean, all I do is watch I'm, documentaries. I'm pretty smart.
1: Just so you know,
3: <laughs> I am. Graduated with a four 0, Just saying.
1: Hey, listen. I graduated with a three 0, but it really was probably but like you a bribe 2. them. 0, but right. But I talked my teachers into giving me better grades, so mm-hmm. I'm not as smart. Clearly,
3: I have a lot of useless trivia and stuff like that in my in my brain from watching all these documentaries. I swear mm-hmm. that's what it's from.
1: And you you think this converts into positive? Yeah, scores I, on I Jeopardy. watch.
3: I haven't. I've watched Jeopardy a couple times since Maya and Alex been the host of it, but I used to watch it all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. I so love Blossom, though. I'll tell you. That. Oh yeah, yeah Blossom,
3: was I was, a whole I love, Blossom. I was a
2: kid when Blossom was going. I was such a good show. I thought. Yeah, her and Six. That was the name of her. Uh, Six, her right? Buddy.
1: That was her. Her little little playmate, right? Her, her pal. Yeah. yeah. I
2: don't know about a playmate. They were like friends. <laughs>
1: yeah, as a girlfriend. Six.
2: <laughs> playmate. <laughs> all right. Listen, if uh, you've listen to us droning on here about nonsense today uh you deserve a ram super bowl hat so caller seven right now eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six all right coming up next is it too early to look at this Lakers team and have a sweeping judgment of their robust oh the people are weighing in we'll tell you what they're saying in just a moment stick around we're back in a couple minutes